Welcome to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast, where we feature helpful and interesting information on Oregon real estate. Now, here's your host, Realtor Roy Whiting. Hello and welcome to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. My name is Roy Whiting and I'm a licensed Oregon real estate broker with Certified Realty. Today's program is titled, Secrets Your Realtor Knows. On many realtor property listings, there are one or more sections reserved for private remarks. This private information is usually intended exclusively for real estate agents. So what are these private remarks? And do they include information potentially helpful to buyers? And why are these remarks private? Find out today in this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. A listing sheet or MLS printout is property information accessed by licensed real estate agents or appraisers from a multiple listing system or MLS. Two of Oregon's largest MLS systems include the Portland-based RMLS and Salem-based WVMLS. While these two separate systems are indeed based in both Portland and Salem, they each serve significantly broad regions throughout much of Oregon. Without getting too deep into realtor minutiae, as a rule of thumb, public remarks are commonly used for general property information, and private remarks are sometimes reserved for items helpful to agents in performing their job. Some of the comments marked private are best not disclosed except on a need-to-know basis. It's helpful to understand that realtors are taught to exercise standards of care with multiple listing information. Therefore, privileged remarks marked private command caution by real estate professionals since some of the information is provided with an expectation of privacy and discretion. In addition to guiding buyer clients on a home tour, some other realtor duties include common courtesies like knocking first before entering, returning keys after accessing any realtor lockbox, leaving a business card to let a seller know the home was shown, and securing the home upon exit. In the course of performing their duties, it's frequently helpful for realtors to know certain details about a property, along with any specific showing instructions that the seller may prefer. Not all of these details are necessary for buyers to know, but if the power is off, you can imagine how helpful it is for realtors to be aware ahead of time that it's best to show such a property during the daylight. Along with these common courtesies, realtors are entrusted to maintain privacy and protect both buyers and sellers, even if they are not formally representing them. The adage, first do no harm, is applicable in both medicine and real estate. It's also helpful to know that before becoming an Oregon realtor, prospective agents are vetted by the state. They also undergo a criminal background check, which includes a mugshot and having that agent's fingerprints on file. As a result of being approved to work with the public, realtors are expected to exercise good judgment with any information deemed private. For more information on the trustworthiness of real estate agents, you can check out the show notes for our previous program titled, Can I Trust My Realtor? Some examples of private information commonly provided to agents might include where a lockbox is located on a home, 
such as the front door, the back door, or a natural gas meter pipe. This kind of helpful information can save time, especially when a home tour is made in winter at night. The occupancy status of a home is important for realtors to know too. That's because if a home is vacant, it's a good idea not to broadcast that fact, lest it become a target for opportunistic thieves. Other private information might include personal seller or tenant phone numbers, if a 24-hour tenant notice is necessary in order to show the property, if the home's occupant is a day sleeper, along with other simple warnings like beware of dog or please don't let the cat out. Occasionally, specific information directed at agents may also be helpful to buyers. This might include if there is a home repair underway but not completed, or if there are repair bids available for viewing, along with many other possible helpful details. Now, there is a public section as well, and that's usually disseminated throughout the system, including places like Realtor.com. What we're talking about here, most specifically, is information that is deemed private. Some home information is public record, though it's not always easily found. County and state records are sometimes a helpful resource, but otherwise, private notes by a seller's realtor, along with the seller's property disclosure form, can provide buyer's agents with some foreshadowing of what to expect before they tour a home. This can save time and inconvenience. For example, is the house not financeable? Are there foundation or roof or other repair issues? Imagine touring a home at night and then trying to look at the roof and the siding. It can be really difficult. Is the house a cosmetic fixer-upper? Does it have strong pet odors? Is the house located right next to a cemetery? Realtors working with buyers appreciate such information in case certain non-negotiable factors won't work for their client. One helpful fact for the seller's realtor to mention is if a property being sold is held by an estate. Making note of this in a private remarks section can help real estate agents better manage expectations. That's because in the case of an estate, a buyer's realtor is then in a better position to explain to their client that expecting a response to any offer within hours or a day may not be practical. With some estates, families need time to make decisions as a group. In addition, the personal representative or executor or executrix may live outside the area, or the sale could require input from an attorney who may not be available on weekends. The bottom line is that certain helpful pieces of information can provide realtors with a notice of what to expect when crafting an offer and counseling their buyer. Sometimes information in a private MLS remark section will include little in the way of confidential material. Instead, it will help provide realtors with the kind of information designed to help determine if it's a good fit for their buyer client. Here's an example from one multiple listing entry. Major fixer 100-year-old house includes above-ground oil tank and hand-dug well. Oil stove may need replacement. Property sold as is, no seller repairs. Cash buyers please. This is a 1915-era fixer, no conventional or FHA financing, RMLS lockbox on back door. These remarks inform realtors that unless their buyer has cash and is willing to take on potential repairs for a fixer-upper home, this property may not be a good match for them. Because time is a rare commodity among real estate agents, such shorthand comments can prevent a realtor from spending half a day or more driving to and from a distant property only to determine that the property is a poor fit due to condition and seller requirements. Another type of private remark realtors sometimes see on a listing sheet 
is when a specific prospective buyer is excluded from a listing. It's helpful for agents to know a given buyer has shown interest prior to a home being placed for sale. Why is this helpful? It prevents realtors from unknowingly representing someone who already has an understanding or agreement in principle with the seller and also places realtors on notice of a potential purchaser for the property. Because buyer exclusions frequently have a certain time frame in which the excluded party may make an offer once a property is placed for sale, a buyer's agent may suggest waiting until the excluded party's time limit is up before they fall in love with the property. That's because sellers sometimes make sweetheart deals with an excluded party, especially if there is already an established relationship in place or if they're related to such a prospective buyer. Most realtors are honest. Yet, is there something inside a realtor's private remarks section that's withheld from you that you absolutely need to know? The answer is probably not. In addition, Oregon real estate disclosure laws are clear. While there are a few disclosure exemptions among sellers who are trustees or banks or those who receive a property through foreclosure, if there is a known property defect in Oregon, most sellers are obligated to disclose it. As a result, it's helpful to understand that there is a balance between maintaining the safety and privacy of a seller or tenant and providing a buyer with necessary information in order to make an informed home purchase. With few exceptions, Oregon home sellers are supposed to disclose items like if a house has faulty wiring, a leaky roof, or a basement that floods. And while this information might sometimes be found in an MLS private remarks section, more commonly, it's on a seller's property disclosure form. However, sometimes negative information in hidden places isn't shared by sellers with their realtor or even known by the sellers themselves. Examples might include dry rot under floors or seasonal standing water inside a crawl space. This underscores the importance of always having a home inspection. Not everything a buyer would like to know is necessarily disclosed in a seller's property disclosure form though. Let's take, for example, the case of stigmatized homes, which we covered in a previous Oregon real estate podcast program. You can check out the show notes for more information. In Oregon, it's not required that sellers disclose that someone died inside a home. So just because something like a death inside a home isn't required to be included in a property disclosure form or in an MLS private or public remarks section is no assurance that buyers may not want to know it. What this does is underscores the fact that if there's something specific about a property that you want to know, you may have to dig yourself in order to find it. Sometimes private remarks include mention of a seller having limited representation by a realtor. This isn't super common, but it alerts a buyer's real estate agent of whom to contact in certain instances. As you might suspect, limited realtor representation is different than when a seller receives full service representation. Full service is where a seller's realtor oversees key aspects of a home sale. Instead, limited representation is an arrangement where usually in exchange for a lower fee, a seller is insured inclusion in a realtor MLS, but frequently little else. So in exchange for that negotiated reduction in commission, the seller essentially agrees to play the realtor and otherwise handle multiple duties of a real estate agent. This often includes marketing the property, scheduling showings, pre-qualifying buyers, reviewing offers, dealing with the buyer's lender and appraiser, coordinating with the title company, and basically everything except placing the property in the realtor MLS. 
Realtors are often contacted by appraisers after a home sells because in the course of their work, appraisers use sold properties as comparables for a current appraisal they may be working on. If a realtor hopes to lessen those calls from appraisers verifying specific transaction information, some agents will insert related comments into the private remarks section after the transaction closes. So you might see in a private remarks section for a closed transaction that could read something like, there were $6,700 in seller paid closing costs for this sale. Another area separate from the private remarks section that's intended for realtors alone is the commission paid to the buyer's agent, also known as buyer's agent compensation or BAC. This area lets the buyer's realtor know what they will receive upon successfully closing that transaction. In summary, it's helpful to know that agents sometimes walk a bit of a tightrope when handling private realtor remarks, typically released on a need-to-know basis. Maintaining a seller's privacy while disclosing to buyers the information they need requires realtors to exercise good judgment and common sense. That about wraps it up for this episode of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast, Secrets Your Realtor Knows. For more information, check out the show notes over at OregonRealEstatePodcast.com. For now, this is Roy with Certified Realty, wishing you the very best. Do you have a real estate question or perhaps an Oregon property to sell? Contact Roy today for a free consultation. Just call 800-637-1950 or send your email to roy at certifiedrealty.com. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast.